Welcome to All Things Cardio-Oncology. My name is Steve Caselli. I'm the Executive Director of ICOS. And in this podcast, you'll hear from a diverse representation within our community. We want you to be both informed and inspired by their stories and experiences. And we're so glad that you've joined us today. Well, it's a pleasure to have with us today the co-editors of an important new textbook on cardio-oncology, the Washington Manual for Cardio-Oncology. Our three guests today are Dr. Daniel Lenahan, Dr. Josh Mitchell, and Dr. Katie Zhang. Uh, These three were working together at Washington University in St. Louis when they produced this volume. And of the three, only Josh is still there. So Dr. Mitchell, it's so good to have you with us today. Thanks for your time. Thank you. It's uh, it's good to be here. It's good to have the team back together. Uh, it's always great to hang out with Katie and Dan again. Uh, it was great working with them and all, always good to run in their paths again. And Dr. Katie Zhang. Katie is currently at UT Southwestern in Dallas, Texas. Katie, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Steve, for having me. It truly is nice to have the whole gang together again. So. And of course, uh, we have with us again, Dr. Daniel Lenahan, who is a regular with us. And so we're always thankful to have him on the program. Dan? Uh, if, if anybody doesn't recognize my name from that, but uh, I'm a past president for, for ICOS and a founder and uh, really enjoyed working with Josh and Katie at WashU. And uh, this, this textbook was a uh, a great product of of that partnership. So thank you for uh, asking us about it today. Well, thank you all for joining us today. And before we actually get into the content of this volume in particular, I wonder, Dan, if you could just tell us a little bit about the Washington Manual series in general and how this volume fits into that broader project. Well, I can only you know, truly uh, describe my personal experience with it. So uh, Josh and Katie may have a slightly different view, but certainly uh, the edition that I used, which was many editions ago, was a uh, faithful companion for me in uh, my white coat pocket uh, when I was uh, particularly an intern and a resident. And uh, it was uh, a vital key for surviving rounds. And uh, it had great uh, summary and concise information, just enough to make sure that you knew the, knew the critical features and you didn't miss anything really important. Uh, so I, I found it to be uh, you know, a critical adjunct to my residency training. So that's the original WashU manual, which was classically for internal medicine. And uh, as I mentioned before, the version that I used was in the previous millennium. So it was a, a much older version. They've, they've done many versions since then. But in addition to uh, the WashU manual for internal medicine, they've branched out into a number of different other categories. So those include Uh, echocardiography and cardiology consultations, as well as several other uh, specialty books, including, I believe, uh, stem cell transplant and other WashU manual type uh, summary topics. Uh, This 
particular version is for cardio-oncology, which is the first one in definitely in the WashU manual series, but it was really the first text that was intended to be uh, in your in, essentially in your in your coat pocket and a resource for you to use uh, on day-to-day rounds or or practice and uh, a way of getting some important insight you know immediately present so that you could help make good decisions so uh, that's the the nature of the WashU manual and uh, certainly in my medical training this was an absolutely must-have sort of version uh, of of summary for internal medicine and we were hoping that it would do the same for cardio-oncology. Thanks, Dan. That's uh, really helpful and serves as a good introduction for those who may not be familiar with this series. Katie, I wonder if you can describe for us how you think this volume is going to be used by clinicians in particular. Yeah, so I think um, another really important point to highlight is that this Washington Manual series is really meant to be a practical textbook. Um, You know, as Dan was mentioning, carried around in your white coat pocket. Um, you know, the subtitle of this, our, of our textbook is A Practical Guide for Improved Cancer Survivorship. So again, practical. And, you know, I would say that there's definitely a need for this in the cardio-oncology space. Um, you know, our, the issues that we deal with on a day-to-day basis in cardio cardio-oncology, they're so very varied and diverse. You know, we're really covering not only the full spectrum of general cardiology care, but also the full spectrum of um, oncology care. Um, and there are a lot of details um, that, you know, it is not for which it is nice to have kind of a pocket-sized handbook at your fingertips to refer to. Um, and I think as the field continues to evolve rapidly, there will be more and more, you know, drugs and, um, you know, dosages, um, toxicities that, um, you know, will pop up and it'll be really nice to have kind of this practical, um, go-to handbook to refer to. Well, this sounds like it's going to be a, a really helpful resource for a lot of different people. Josh, I wonder if you could elaborate on that and tell us, you know, in your perspective, what kinds of providers do you think this is going to be most useful for? Yeah, that's a great question. The book really helps fill a really important gap right now because cardio-oncology is an exploding field. It's, it's new to a lot of people, but it's really an exploding field as we have an increased number of patients with cancer getting treated with an array of different cancer therapies and increased cancer survivorship, there's a growing population of patients who have been exposed to these cancer therapies in the past. And as that population need is growing, I'm constantly sought out for how do these other centers expand their cardio-oncology offerings and how do providers start to get trained in cardio-oncology and this book is a super helpful resource for anyone practicing in cardio-oncology, whether they're a trained cardio-oncologist to use as reference for things that they may not encounter as often, whether they're a cardiologist who has done great general cardiology, but just really hasn't been exposed to cardio-oncology as much and wants to understand the best way to approach these patients in a really practical way, or even for internists, um, because really internal medicine providers really will see these patients a lot during their treatment or survivorship to have a better understanding of, of what's going on. 
And it's really important information because as this cancer therapy is growing and and many more patients are being treated for it, it's increasingly likely that non-cardio-oncologists even may encounter these patients. And so having a helpful, useful uh, resource to approach these patients is uh, becoming essential. If you or your institution would like to have credentials that confirm your qualifications as a cardio-oncologist or a cardio-oncology center of excellence, we encourage you to consider applying for our certification exam in cardio-oncology or our certification for centers of excellence. These are the only certifications currently available in this field, and it's a special opportunity for you or your institution to distinguish yourself recognizing your expertise in the field. More information about both these opportunities can be found at ic-os.org, or you can email directoricos at gmail.com for more information. Well, as you all know so well, this uh, discipline is so multifaceted, involves so many different kinds of care providers. It's wonderful to have one tool that will really address all the various needs And as has already been said, it's also a field that is changing so rapidly. So, Dan, I wonder, what have you done in this volume to ensure that it is really uh, up to date? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's a a major challenge for any, you know, review uh, manuscript that you would do or any book, anything, you know, the way that information changes so rapidly uh, in the medical arena that, you know, by the time you finish a book, you know, you feel like it's outdated. Uh, this is, we, we were really cognizant of this idea. And so every, every chapter in the book is as contemporary an information as we could find. And, uh, we actually, you know, from the beginning of the uh, you know, development of this book to the publication was not that long of a period. I think it was grand total was less than a year. So we really, uh, really kind of pushed hard to to keep the information as contemporary as possible and also provide important synthesis. So uh, if there were several maybe disparate points of view, we tried to synthesize them into a practical way of approaching a particular problem. So I think that, uh, you know, of course, we're, we're biased because we worked on it, but the uh, I feel like this at this moment is very contemporary, uh, probably as contemporary as any book could be for, the, for this field. Um, and, you know, hopefully people will will like it enough to we'll do a second version at some point but uh, at this time I would say the all of the chapters were written by people that are active in the field they are uh, aware of the data that exists you know currently and they try to incorporate the most contemporary stuff in, in each chapter and and then synthesize it in a way that that made sense so yeah I mean I think no publication is going to be perfect in any way, but uh, uh, I do feel very good about this one that uh, it is it is up to date and it's concise and it's and, and uh, there are many many uh, unique uh, 
presentations of how how to synthesize a, a wide field into a meaningful meaningful algorithm or, or process for how to manage your patients. Yeah, I was just going to add something to it because I think it's such an important question and, and one to uh, make sure to comment on. And Dan really brought up several really important points, but I just wanted to emphasize the fact that the book's really designed to provide a good framework for how you approach the patient with cancer and heart disease, both during, before, during, and after treatment. And that framework and that foundation is solid and unlikely to change significantly for some time and will continue to be relevant. There will likely be new medicines in the future that we can only hypothesize on, and it will certainly be reasonable to update the, the book when we need to. Um, but there are several non-changing um, foundational points that the book addresses to help clinicians approach these patients. That's helpful. Thanks, Josh. And Katie, I wonder if you could comment a little bit on just sort of how this manual is organized and therefore how it'll be useful to those clinicians who are, you know, at the bedside dealing with patients. Yeah, so the um, the whole, you know, the book is divided into chapters. Um, and within each chapter, it's actually all the text is bullet by bullet point. So I think that really facilitates the readability um, of the text. Um, and then really, as editors, we really made an effort to ensure that any sort of main points um, were highlighted, either bolded in the text or with dedicated tables or figures kind of listing, you know, really key treatments, um, key diagnostic tests, um, key side effects, things like that, um, you know, in a really visually appealing format so that the busy clinician can easily refer to it and take away the high yield points. That sounds super helpful. And Dan had sort of jokingly mentioned at the beginning, you know, being old school and having a, a, wash, you may, a Washington made it on his pocket. Is this a pocket-sized volume, similar to what he was describing? And related to that, do you think that it would be more effective in an app form that somebody could put on their phone? And is that even an option? So this, the book size, it is pocket size. So, you know, the white coats tend to have those somewhat wider pockets. So this really easily fits in there. Um, I guess I'm kind of old school too. I kind of like having a physical book that I can open up and dog ear the pages that I like and, you know, quickly refer to. I believe that there is kind of an electronic version of this book available as well. Um, and so, you know, for people who prefer the electronic format, you know, that, you know, we're very happy to have that available. The other nice thing about the electronic version is that, you know, many of the topics that we cover kind of fit into multiple areas. Um, you know, some things, for instance, might fit into like a vascular disease section, but, you know, maybe this chemotherapy also causes heart failure. Um, and so, you know, what, whereas with the physical version, you'd have to look up the index, you know, the electronic version might be nice because you could search the text itself. So, um, you know, to each his own, I would say. That's good. And hopefully having options be helpful for people as well. So that's a good thing. And then maybe, you know, you could all sort of comment on you all work together at WashU, at least for a season. And while this book was under production, how do you think that contributes to the quality of a, a project like this being colleagues and working together? 
yeah, I think, you know, I'm happy to take the first stab at this one, but the, the key piece is that, you know, as we were developing this book with the, you know, sort of the original Wash U manual for internal medicine in mind, you know, we were really trying to uh, be be a useful guide for people that have to make decisions, you know, in front of patients or, you know, in 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 the in the arena of patient care. So, you know, we are not necessarily trying to, you know, do the extensive literature review for every paper that's been published on a particular topic, et cetera. It was more, how can people utilize this information to make a a decision at hand? So with that in mind, you know, we, before we even started this project, we, we went through different areas and we came up with a uh, sort of a combined approach. Now that didn't mean that I would only do things a certain way and Josh would do it a certain way that he does it and Katie does it her way. And we didn't uh, squish them all together. What we tried to do is integrate all three patterns of behavior and summary of the information into a, a meaningful summary. And so we did that for a number of areas, and those were incorporated into the chapters. So I really feel that, you know, the fact that we were working together in the same, you know, environment essentially uh, allowed us to to really, you know, come up with things that were common. And, and as, as Josh mentioned earlier, you know, really foundational for how you approach a patient. So I think that that was an essential piece. And it really, uh, in my view, it really allowed the book to have clarity because of because of that ability. So, Josh or Katie, would you add anything to that? Yeah, I think that's very well said. Uh, really, it was um, a great product of such a, uh, an amazing collaboration between the three of us, but also all the authors uh, really put together some great chapters and it was made possible by our ability to work together. And, and certainly you can look back and just recognize how great of a time that was that all three of us were at the same place to be able to help guide this book into completion. And, and I'm so proud of how it turned out because it really is such a useful reference that spans so many very useful topics that can be tough for many people as they approach and it tries to break those down and give um, important you know, facets for how to approach these patients. And so we do have consistency, you know, WashU is maybe the only place, but at least one of the few places with a robust inpatient consult service that's, you know, comprehensive and always there. And so all the people on this book have a lot of experience treating inpatients with cardio-oncology problems, as well as outpatients across the spectrum. And that experience, you know, really shines through as you go through the chapters and you see the overall approach to these patients. Yes, I want to echo what Josh mentioned right there, kind of the collective experience um, across the um, authors and editors on this textbook, I think is really unique, not only with the inpatient experience, which is critical, um, uh, but also just, you know, with the breadth of oncology and cardiology expertise that's represented in the book. Um, You know, I think it's somewhat unusual to have 
um, you know, a, a center that is so strong in cardiology with kind of the full service array of cardiology services, but also in oncology as well. Um, so I think, you know, uh, the re readers will find it to be a really kind of rich resource just based on the collective expertise of everyone involved. Well, you all have created a really valuable tool for the, for the oncology community. So I know um, hearing this, another number of people are going to want to get their hands on a copy. So Josh, how could somebody get, get a copy if they want one? Yeah, and that's a great question, Steve. Uh, we will post a link for sure on the website. Uh, it's certainly available through Amazon and basically most, if not all, book publishers or direct from the, uh, the publisher themselves, Walters Kluwer. Uh, but for those who are familiar with Amazon, that may be the easiest place for people to find it. That's great. And we'll definitely put a link in the show notes for this program as well. Well, any other uh, closing comments uh, that you, anyone wants to wrap up with as, as we think about this project? Now, I think, you know, for the most part, I would say it's very exciting to see this, this manual come out uh, because, uh, because of all the collaboration and all the effort that was placed, you know, over the past year to really get it pulled together. So, I mean, it's, it's super nice to, to see the final product, you know, and it not be 10 years after you did the work on it. So I think that part is really good. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about, you know, the field in general, hopefully they will be, you know, the, the various collaborators that we have around the world will see that it's a useful resource and then there'll be a reason for a second edition. Excellent. Well, thank you all for uh, being on today and talking to us about this exciting new resource. Y'all should be very proud of the good work you've done. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Thanks so much, everyone. Steve. Thanks, Steve. For more information about ICOS, you can go to ic-os.org where you'll find more information about all of our programs, including our weekly webinars, our board certification exam, and other resources that we know you'll find helpful. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope to hear from you soon.